Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello, welcome to the show today as we talk about the best niche sports for college admission. Very interesting topic. So some of the best niche sports for college admissions are equestrian, fencing, and rowing. They offer good odds of making a roster and getting scholarships. It's very cool. And getting into and paying for college can feel somewhat of a daunting task, you know? Especially in today's competitive environment. So playing a niche sport like one of these we just mentioned is one way to give yourself an edge when applying to a college that might be kind of difficult to get into, or a scholarship that many are vying for. So these sports are those that aren't really widely popular and that might provide you with opportunities, though, to bolster your admissions and scholarship applications. Here are some of those best niche sports to get more bang for your college admissions buck. Let's talk about fencing first. Learning how to deftly attack with an epee might get you admitted into one of the 46 schools across the country that offer varsity fencing. Schools like Harvard, Boston College, Yale, and the U.S. Air Force Academy have fencing. And they might even provide you with a scholarship. In 2018, the odds of getting a scholarship for fencing were 22 to 1 for men and 13 to 1 for women. Compare that to the odds of 57 to 1 for men and 43 to 1 for women who play basketball. As you can see, opportunities abound if you can master the blade. <laughs> However, it's important to note that fencing offers less potential than it did in the past. As Brown actually discontinued its varsity fencing program for men in 2020, and similar cuts may happen at more schools in the future. Lacrosse. Oh, I love lacrosse. If you're looking for a sport that offers and continues to offer relatively high odds of making a college varsity roster, lacrosse can be a great choice. There are 645 U.S. colleges that offer varsity lacrosse teams. It's even possible to find junior college lacrosse teams as well as NCAA teams outside Division I. The odds of making any college roster as a lacrosse player are 7-1 to 1 for both men and women. When it comes to playing D1 lacrosse, the odds are 32 to 1 for men and 24 to 1 for women. This also offers a much better chance at hitting the field than you'll get with some other more well-known sports. Water polo is next on our list. Hop in the pool! And you might be surprised at how it can help you get into a good college. Cal State campuses offer varsity water polo teams, along with a number of other schools like Arizona State University, Chapman University, Pepperdine, and even the U.S. Naval Academy. Of course, the U.S. Naval Academy. There are 125 schools in total that offer varsity water polo teams. But what are the odds that a high school water polo player will, you know, make the cut for college? A man has 13 to 1 odds, not bad, of getting onto a team in college. Women, 11 to 1. So making a roster in D1 schools, Division 1, more difficult as you'd expect, 34 to 1 for men, 29 to 1 for women. The significant difference in the chances of making a Division 1 team versus a team in any of the three divisions highlights an important factor when considering niche sports for college admissions or even scholarships. Sometimes applying to a smaller school makes sense, even a non Division 1 school. You might still be able to get a scholarship, 
albeit likely a smaller one, than you would for Division I. Still, it's better than nothing. The next sport we'll talk about is field hockey. All right, so field hockey is a sport generally played by women at the college level. There are 288 schools that have a varsity field hockey team, meaning that you actually might be able to get into a school if you can skillfully handle a hockey stick. Stanford, UC Berkeley, Georgetown, and Trinity College all offer varsity field hockey teams. If you're looking to set yourself apart from other college applicants, excelling in high school field hockey might be one way to do this. You might have to find a travel team if your high school doesn't offer that. My high school didn't. (laughs) Women hoping to get onto a field hockey roster have a 10-to-1 odds, with 39-to-1 odds for those hoping to make a Division I roster. There are more than 6,600 field hockey players at the collegiate level. Equestrian. All right, back in 2018, MarketWatch reported that women had 3-to-1, 3-to-1 odds of getting a college scholarship for equestrian performance. For the 2022-23 academic year, there were 77 schools across the country that had varsity equestrian teams, The average scholarship amount for those who received one, $16,500 for riders competing for NCAA Division I schools. As with many other niche sports for college admissions, schools considered more prestigious, like Auburn, Dartmouth, Cornell, and Sarah Lawrence, are more likely to offer varsity equestrian teams. As a result, it's important to weigh the scholarship against the potential cost of attendance. So, for example, tuition alone at Cornell is more than 60 grand a year before factoring in grants and scholarships. A $16,000 athletic scholarship at a school like that isn't going to make much of a dent on its own. But on the other hand, let's take a look at Auburn University. 16 grand at Auburn would more than cover the cost of that school's in-state tuition price tag of just $6,300, and it would leave plenty of room to cover the 7,700 needed for on-campus housing and food as well. You'll be living in luxury. Let's move on to rowing. The sport of rowing made headlines in 2020 as part of a college admissions scandal in which certain students received admissions help by being falsely portrayed as rowing team recruits. Other niche sports, like sailing, were also caught up in the scandal. Ugh. The incidents underscored the advantages that niche athletes have when they apply to certain colleges. So coaches of sports like rowing and sailing might find it challenging to fill their rosters. So, if a student is recruited for these teams, they may have a leg up in the college admissions process, even if they might otherwise be passed over based on athletic, or academic rather, merits alone. There are 152 schools that sponsor a rowing team at the varsity level, with Division I and Division II schools offering scholarships. Interestingly, Men's rowing isn't an official NCAA sport, although it's still possible for a male student to get a scholarship for being on a crew roster. It is, however, an official NCAA sport for female competitors. The average scholarship size for an NCAA Division I woman in rowing is more than $19,700, while for men it exceeds $13,500. In 2018, the reported odds of receiving a scholarship for women's rowing were 2 to 1. Wow, 2 to 1. Although we should mention that those odds might have been impacted by the aforementioned scandal, but rowing can still be a viable niche sport for college admissions. Let's stay in the pool. 
Let's stay in the water, I should say, because rowing doesn't really take place in a pool, does it? But swimming and diving. Swimming and diving are often lumped together for the purposes of admissions statistics. Now, the odds of making a swimming or diving team at any college are 13 to 1 for men and 12 to 1 for women. However, the odds of getting a scholarship are 47 to 1 for women and 69 to 1 for men, like worse than basketball. (laughs) These stats indicate that swimming and diving may be useful sports for getting into a school you're interested in, but it's far more challenging to study on a swimming or diving scholarship. There are 687 schools supporting a varsity swim team. You have a chance to get into schools at various levels. There are even scholarships available at the junior college level for swimming. That might be where you go. If you're looking for ways to save money in college, this combination of starting a community college, starting at a community college, I should say, and getting a swimming scholarship could be a very smart strategy for you. We can't forget about Esports for all of the other non-athletic people. (laughs) When you're considering college admissions and scholarships, there are about 170 schools out there with esports teams from the community college level on up to the NCAA Division I. On top of that, there is reportedly more than $16 million in available esports scholarships. If you play Fortnite, Fortnite, League of Legends, Call of Duty, Super Smash Brothers, or other similar games. I played Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64, man. You might be able to use your eSport passion to gain admission or even a scholarship to a college. All right, I can prove it. So this article is found at at thecollegeinvestor.com. The son of the author of this article is the captain of his junior college's League of Legends team and has a half-tuition scholarship as a result. Pretty interesting. The bottom line, sports like tennis, basketball, and soccer might be very popular, but admissions slots and scholarships for those sports are incredibly competitive. If you excel at a niche sport, you might have a better chance of getting into a college you're interested in. And you could even land a scholarship for playing video games. Uh, (laughs) This does not bode well for my eight-year-old kid. Get outside. I'm just playing video games for a scholarship, Dad. All right. (laughs) That is our show for today. If you want to find out more about all kinds of different um, admissions processes and how you can get to school and save money and even pay for college with cash all on your own, side hustle ideas, everything, it's at thecollegeinvestor.com. You want to ask questions to us? We'd love to get to know you. You can follow us all over social media. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. Thanks again for stopping by today and we'll talk to you again real soon.